curable. Yes. So I don't care what the doctors have said. I don't care what the diagnosis is. He's the God that cures the incurable. When all the doctors throw their hands up, come on somebody. When all the doctors have given you up and say now it's time, they release you from the hospital, you know, and they send you home to die, glory to God. He is the God that cures the incurable. Yes, he is. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's the God that cures the incurable. But high authority, come on, come the great on. physician, the Lord God Almighty, glory to God. And the word declares by his stripes this morning. Hallelujah. You are healed. He's amazing. 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 For your provision, Come glory on. to God. Exercise faith for your marriage, glory to God. Whatever you need this morning, He's amazing. He is an amazing God. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. Glory to God. That is our God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some doors are being opened right now. Some people have been believing for open doors. Doors are open now. The doors are open now. Come back. Right Hallelujah. Amazing. Yes. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, girl, left that one out. Hallelujah. God is doing some things on the inside. Hallelujah. He's doing some things on the inside. Hallelujah. Hey, while you're standing in here this morning, Pastor already gave the word. Hallelujah. God, not me. Don't look at me. Hallelujah. I can't do nothing for you. I got to go to the same God you go through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is here right now. And he is an amazing God. He's amazing. He is an amazing God. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. 
Hallelujah. Somebody believes in the impossible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. what I wanted to do. I get lost. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Well, let me pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. You keep drinking tea doing the same way. So amazing. Ha, 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 ha. He's wonderful, so mighty. He's wonderful. Glory to God. Now I'm going to pray right so now. His people that put their trust in him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now God has done this. God has given people in this room this morning. He's given people directives. He's given people direction on which way you are to go. But guess what? Sometimes people allow fear to grip them. And God said they're not moving out into the things that he has called them to do. Glory to God. So God wanted me to minister to that effect. We have to eliminate fear in our lives. Eliminate fear in our lives. I know it's uh, Palm Sunday and everything, but I got, the, I got the pool pit this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God gave me you have to eliminate fear in your life. Glory to God. When God gives you a word, that word has efficacy. It has power within itself to come to pass. Glory to God. Nothing you need to do but be obedient to the word that God has given you. Glory to God. So what we're going to look at this morning is eliminating fear in our life. Now, God wants us to be people of faith. He wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. And a lot, of, a lot of times we allow ourselves to be dominated by our five senses, uh, the, what, what we smell, what we hear, what we see, what we touch, glory to God. But God does not want you to be dominated by your senses. He wants you to be led by the Spirit of God, glory to God. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. We are to walk by 
faith and not by sight. Glory to God. We are his children. We've received Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Now, since you have been brought into a new kingdom, guess what? There's a new way of operating and a new way of doing things. See, when you were out there on your own, you was doing your own thing on your own time. How you felt? This seems like it sounds right. This looks like it's going to be okay. Glory to God. But now you're in the kingdom. Guess what? We get our, our, our marching orders from the king. Glory to God. That means from God. Glory to God. So we spent time in prayer. God gives us directives. He gives us instructions. And guess what? He doesn't expect us just to sit on them things. Glory to God. He expects us to move out. Glory to God. Because there are people out there that need to see and people out there that needs to hear about a God that is alive and well and a God that still does miracles. A God that is awesome. A God is wonderful. Glory to God. But they ain't going to hear it if you're just sitting in here on your gifts. And your abilities and your talents, glory to God. So God is saying it's time for you to move out. It's time to eliminate the fear in your, uh, in your life. And it's time for you to step out. Y'all not hearing me this morning. It's time for you to step out, glory to God, in faith. I know if God's been dealing with me about that. Because first it comes to me, glory to God. I know he's been dealing about, with somebody else in this place. You got to eliminate the fear in your life. Now what is faith? Faith is this. It's having a firm persuasion, an assurance, and a belief. Glory to God. That's who we are. Pastor has taught us for weeks that we are believers. Glory to God. And he taught us how to turn up our believing. Glory to God. And whatever, and whatever area we're setting our faith on. Glory to God. Whether it's healing, whether it's finances, whether it's family, whether it's relationships, whether it's marriage, whether it's division that God has given you, we have been taught to believe. Glory to God. Believe God for the impossible. Glory to God. And that's the God that we serve. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you got to eliminate fear in your life. Now, I was looking up the definition of fear. Fear is something. Look at this. I got this from the Webster 1611. I think it is. It says fear is a painful emotion or passion excited by an expectation of evil or an apprehension of impending danger. So instead of you, you heard God. God gave you the word. But instead of you moving out, you think about something might happen. If I do this, people going to think I'm crazy. Oh, I ain't got no money for this. What is God talking about? You allow. That's fear. Fear grips you. We ask people to come to Pistis. Ooh, it got quiet in here. Glory to God. People that went to layperson's Bible school, and I know people sense and know the call of God on their life. Pastor brought everybody in the sanctuary. He talked to everybody. And only one person responded. I had to send an email out to gather the rest of the fish. It only takes, if you know what God said in your life, it don't take 10 years to pray about it. When you know God has given you a word, it's time for you to step out on it. But if you allow fear to grip you, let me tell you, you won't be doing anything. You won't be going anywhere. And the more you allow it to grip you, the less you do. Glory to God. Well, I would join the choir, but... uh. No, I, I, no, they might ask me to sing a solo. I know they ain't going to ask me, but they might ask somebody else to sing a solo. They're not going to ask me, but they might ask you to sing a solo. I ain't going to do that, Gloria. I, I ain't going to be on the usher board because they might ask me to come to the front and throw them lap cloth. What if I throw the lap cloth the wrong way? What if I hurt the man of God? What if I trip? You know, I'm graceful and all, but uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. God forbid I go in the sound department and work on that computer thing and... They singing and things be moving, glory to God. 
Diamond asked me um, to work. You, what about working on the camera? I say, I have spiritual ADHD. I get caught up in the service. I, that camera going to be standing right there. I'm going to be over here doing something. I've been a fell off the podium, laid out in the spirit. Uh, certain things I cannot do, okay? That ain't fair. That's knowing me, glory to God. My husband asked me to come up there one day. I came up there. He said, you ain't moved the camera at all. I was trying, and then when I, when, he, when I was trying to impress him, I slid that camera over real fast. So whoever was watching at home, they got the zip line. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I, I got caught up, glory to God. So that's not the auxiliary for me. Now, I can do computer stuff, but uh, the camera, I said, girl, no, I can't do that camera stuff. I tried that one time, that was enough for me. People at home be calling and complaining that day like I was at, when I was in Utah, I was trying to see the service. I kept texting my husband, tell Walter to move. Tell him to move. He's standing in front of the camera. Tell him to move. Anyway, let's go back to fear. Fear. Another definition for fear. It says, the force of this passion, beginning with the most moderate degree, may be thus expressed. Fear, then dread, then terror, then fright. Fear is accompanied with a desire to avoid or ward off the expected evil. Isn't that something? Does that sound real? Anybody ever experienced that? You ain't got to be ashamed. Glory to God. Somebody, everybody experienced that. Fear is an uneasy mind upon the thoughts of future evil likely to befall us. Fear is the passion of our nature which excites us to provide for our security on the approach of evil. I'd rather stay in the safety zone than to step out of the boat and try what God told me to do. That's what fear does to you. And that's why we have to eliminate Fear. I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 31. I want to look at the first instant of fear in the Bible. Glory to God. I know I'm locating some people. You ain't even got to say nothing. I know I'm locating some people. We got to eliminate the fear out of our life so we can do what God has called us to do. Glory to God. Move into the impossible. Hallelujah. Do things. Glory to God. Not to impress man. But to be, to be obedient to our God, those that are willing and obedient, they eat the good of the land. Glory to God. But you got to be willing and obedient. Come on, somebody. Woo! Amazing God. Hallelujah. Looking at Genesis chapter 3, verse number 1. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Shall ye not eat of every tree in the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree in the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Always casting doubt. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good, when the woman saw, when she saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and then gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Verse number seven, and the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Isn't that something? They were walking around naked the whole time. They never noticed that they didn't have no clothes on until they partook of this tree. Glory to God. 
All this time they were living, they were clothed in the glory of God. Never knew they was naked. Now all of a sudden that their eyes are open. Now they see, oh, okay, okay, we got something going on here. So they sold fig, fig leaves together and made themselves apron. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wives hid themselves. Now this was God's custom with them. He always met them, talked to them in the garden, glory God. But this particular day, they had opened themselves up to the enemy. Before that, they were full of the glory of God. They were clothed in the glory of God. And now all of a sudden, the same God who had given them the directive and instruction not to touch, now they're saying, we're afraid. We are afraid. Now we see this first instance of fear in the Bible. Y'all with me this morning? And a lot of people there, Simon, you have clearly heard God regarding your life and regarding the instructions that he has given you. And you have allowed, just like them, fear to come into their lives. Now, Adam and Eve allowed fear to come into their lives because of their disobedience. They said, we're afraid. We're in fear. So they hid themselves. That's what the Word of God tells us. Now, let's go to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Because I want to show you something about us. All of mankind fell when Adam disobeyed God. All of mankind. That included everybody in this room. We all fell when Adam disobey God because we were in Adam. A lot of people don't understand that. We were in him. So when he fell, we all fell. Because a lot of people wonder why, well, why do I have to ask Jesus in my heart? I ain't do nothing. All I did was be born. But because of Adam's disobedience, everybody that was in Adam also fell, and that includes everybody in this room. Now let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Just give me a few minutes. Just want to share some things. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. Let me get there. Glory to God. And it says this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. So when you invite Jesus into your heart, guess what? All things become new. The Bible tells us in the book of Colossians chapter 1 that when we invite him into our heart, we're translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. So you got a new kingdom that you're living in under new citizenship under God. Glory to God. And guess what? As a result of that, God gives us things on the inside. According to Galatians chapter 5 verse number 22, he gives us the fruit of the Spirit. And everybody in here should know the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And I miss one, but against such there is no law. That's what the Bible says. Go to God. So when you invite Jesus in, guess what? You get the fruit of the Spirit. Now in that list, I want you to look at the list. Because I was just going to pass that up. But now I want you to look at the list. Because I want you to see what's not included in that list. Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Do you see fear included in that list? So when you came into the kingdom of God, you did not get fear. Because you've been brought into a new kingdom, under new citizenship, glory to God. So you have, uh, Satan has no authority over your life. Now think about this. If Satan could not stop you be, be, from becoming born again, he can't stop you from doing anything in the kingdom of God. You have to yield to what he says. Think about what Adam and Eve did. Listen, Eve, listen to him. She listened to his lies. And a lot of times that's what we do. We listen to him. We listen to the lies that he sells us. Y'all hear me this morning? 
Am I with you? Y'all hear me what I'm saying? We listen to the lies. God didn't give us fear. Everything that God gave us right here. Love, joy, fear not listed in there. So we know fear comes externally if you're born again because you're full of God. The Bible tells us greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So you are full of God. You are full of the Holy Ghost, glory to God. So fear comes externally. It's what, based upon what you're looking at. If you're looking at the news and you're hearing about, oh, my God, things are looking bad. The economy is bad. Guess what? You, your mouth begins to form and says the same thing that you heard on the news, even though you know what the word God says. God says, I'm the one that supplies your need according to my riches and glory. God said that. Come on, somebody. But we allow the news to dictate to us what we believe. It affects our belief. Come on. Coming in from the outside. People even looking at Facebook. You be looking at people posts. Do you know people be lying on some of them posts? Come on, tell the truth now. Let's tell the truth up in the church. Sometimes people be lying and sometimes they be telling the truth and their life is as good as it is. The grass is greener over there. Whichever the case is, the thing is, you allow that to affect your belief factor. You see somebody increasing, God doing things in their life because they posting it. Some people post every minute of the day. Post. I went to the restroom. Post. Just ate my breakfast. Post. Too much information. But we allow what we see, what somebody else uh, says to affect the way that we believe. We allow fear to come in from the outside. We look at people's marriages. Everybody can put on a show when they come in the building. They could have been fighting in the car. Boy, I can't stand you. You make my head hurt. They got the car. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. How you doing, Sister Stacy? I love you with the love of the Lord. Look back at that husband. I'm going to cut you when we get home. Praise him. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody could put on a show. You cannot judge by what you see. Everything looks a certain way from the outside. You ain't living in the house. You just looking at them and admiring them. And you'll know they're going toe-to-toe as soon as they make it to the crib. It's on and popping. Glory to God. Come on now. You're allowing things from external things to affect what you believe. We got to eliminate that. Five, your five senses can hurt you if you don't keep them in check. You got to keep them senses in check, glory to God. Your emotions will have you on a roller coaster if you don't keep them in check. I'm saved today. I ain't tomorrow. Glory to God. I'm saved today. I ain't tomorrow. Oh, Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. I praise and I love Jesus. God, I'm so sorry. I disappointed you. You go from here to there. God wants you to live a, a, a life of consistency in the realm of the Spirit. Glory to God. We are spiritual citizens. We just, we're dual citizens. Actually, we live on earth, and we're also uh, residents in heaven. That's what the Bible lets us know. So we can't allow external things to affect the way that we believe. We can't allow external things to bring about fear in our lives, fear of how I'm going to make it. GRS uh, 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 invested $8.2 million of my retirement fund into a building the consultant said ain't going to work. 
Now, if you don't know that God is your source, you could really get tore up about that. Y'all hear me up in here. Come on now. If you don't know that God is your source, you can get upset by that. Glory to God. Get your picket signs out. I want my money. But we know that we don't live according to this system. We know that God is our source of supply. I'm not depending on GRS when I reach my retirement age because I serve a God who is more than enough. I serve a God that provides every need. I serve a God that makes a way out of no way. Glory to God. He is the one. Hallelujah. And he is faithful through and through. And he changes not. So we have to put our confidence in. We got to put our trust in him and not be allowing the external things. This person got a promotion. Why ain't they choose me? Remember the Bible says when she saw. We sitting at the same desk doing the same job, but they promoted her on me. Why, why not me? And you mad at her because she got the promotion. Well, it ain't her. Come on, we allow the external things to affect the way that we believe. And we allow it to create fear in our lives. But God wants us to eliminate the fear in our lives. Eliminate the fear regarding your marriage. Set your faith today, not today, no more. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what my spouse says, glory to God. I believe God. You got to do that. You got to make this your final authority in your life, glory to God. So we see that God didn't give us fear. The Bible says that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and soundness in our mind. Instead of us having a sound mind, glory to God, the Bible tells in 1 John that in, in, in fear there is um. In, in, in fear there is torment. We allow the enemy to torment us with thoughts day and night. Some people can't even rest at night because of the things they're allowing to go through their mind about not making it, not being able to do this. What about my children? What about my spouse? How are we going to pay our next note on the house? How are we going to pay the next note on the car? How are things going to ever turn around for me? Things always look better over there. Why not my life, God? Come on, somebody. So we got to eliminate the fear in our life. In fear, there is torment. Glory to God. And I'm, I'm speaking this today. You're going to have a sweet, sweet sleep tonight. Glory to God. Those that have been troubled, laying upon their beds, meditating on the lies of the enemy. Didn't he lie? Didn't he lie to Eve? So what you think he's going to do to you? The Bible tells us that he is the father of lies. Now, if you got the title, the father of lies, that says a lot about your character, glory to God. And that means I ain't to believe nothing that you say. Anything that's coming through your inner ear, that's the devil, glory to God. The Holy Spirit resides on the inside of you. And the Bible says every good and every perfect gift comes from him. So fear is not one of them gifts. We have to eliminate fear out of our lives, glory to God. Hallelujah time for people to start moving out doing things that God called them to do glory to God we walk by faith and not by sight glory to God let's go to Habakkuk chapter 2 verse number 4 
if God has given you a word, everything you need is contained in that word. Everything you need to make it to your destination is contained in the word that God has given you. Whether you read it or whether he spoke it to your heart. It is contained, everything you need is that contained in that word to help you to get to your destination. So you got to trust and rely and depend upon that word. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse number 4. It says, behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. God is trying to tell us something. That we are supposed to live by faith. Go to Romans chapter 1 verse number 17. Whatever you need in your life is contained in the word that God has given you. That's why you got to stay in your word. You got to stay focused. You got to stay on course. I will not allow anything or even people whispering in my ear about what I can't have and what I can't do. Let me tell you, that ain't stopping me from nothing. God said it. Glory to God. Before he formed me in the womb, the Bible says he knew me. So he knows the destination that I have to get to. Romans 1.17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Go to Galatians chapter 3, verse number 11. God has said it not one time. God has said it not two times. But let's look at how God has said it again. The just shall live by their faith. Not living by what it feels. Not living by what it looks like. I don't care about none of that, glory to God. I'm living by faith and not by sight, glory to God. This is the year of the breakout, the year of the breaking loose, glory to God. Hallelujah. How are you going to tap into that word? You got to believe it first. You got to believe that God said it. Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse number 11. He says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Now, that word shell is the strongest word in the English language. It means you have to. You want to live in this world? You have to live as a born-again believer by faith. Now, I wrote this note. This is the way that God has made for us to live. And he is saying that you have to put your trust, you have to put your persuasion, your assurance, and your belief in him and his living word. He is saying if you just put your confidence in him, and not in what you look at, and not in what you're thinking about, and not what you see. If you just believe that his son did everything that he sent him to do, and if you put confidence and assurance in that, God says he is not the man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. He said he has made provision available for you in every area of your life. He's provided healing. He's provided deliverance. He's provided open doors for those who will believe him for it. But you have to see him this way. You have to see him as God almighty. Glory to God. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 38, 1038. Looking at it again. Saying it one more time, it says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So God is saying, if you're just, and all the people in here that have Jesus in their heart, raise your hand for me. You're just, the Bible says you are to live by faith. 
faith in God, faith in his word, faith that God will do it, faith that God will turn it around. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews 11, say, that 11, 6, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Glory to God. The Bible tells us also in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, 1, it says, now, now faith is the substance of what we hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Glory to God. You got faith. Your faith should be now. Glory to God. Not in the future. Not hoping it'll come to pass. But my faith is now because God said it to me. So I receive it now in the name of Jesus. I receive my turnaround now. I receive my promotion now. I receive my open door now. I receive my breakthrough now. Glory to God. God is expecting us to take whatever he said and take it for the now, right where we are, right where we live. Glory to God. No more delays. No more. See, the delay is never on God. The delay is on us. And our confidence and our faith in him. Glory to God. He said he would do it. He said he would turn around. He said he would open the door. He said he's the God of the impossible. Glory to God. So he's asking you just to take it by faith this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No more hesitation. No more looking back. God is bigger than any situation that you're facing in here. He is bigger than any circumstance in your life. Glory to God. You got to know that's who he is. Hallelujah. He's the one that said, I am your shepherd and you shall not want. Now, he wasn't able to do that. He shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have said it. He said he was my shepherd, and I shall not want glory to God. He's bigger than anything that you're facing. I'm looking at faces right now that ain't believing God, glory to God. He's bigger than anything you see with your eyes. He's bigger than anything you hear with your ears, glory to God. He is God, and he is God almighty, and he is ready and willing to move in your life right now. Glory to God. There are mountains that need to come down in your life now in the name of Jesus, glory to God. But you got to believe that he's a big God. He's bigger than it, I'm telling you. He's bigger, he's bigger, he's bigger, he's bigger, he's bigger, I'm telling you. That's the God that we serve. And he is able to do it, glory to God. Bigger than anything. Bigger than anything. Mightier than anything. Awesome, glory to God. That is the God that we serve. Hallelujah. And he wants you to realize this. That his word never fails. His word never fails. The words of different men, oh, they always fail. The Bible says the grass fades and the flowers wither, but the word of the Lord, it stands forever. He said forever my word is settled in the heavens. So God needs you to have confidence in his word that what he has spoken, he will bring it to pass. I'm telling you, I hear God saying I'm bigger than that. Somebody is facing something here. God is saying I'm bigger than that. Financial situation, I'm bigger than that. Your debt, I'm bigger than that. Your marriage issue, I'm bigger than that. That situation on your job, I'm bigger than that. He's saying he's bigger than that, glory to God. And he made you an overcomer. You were created. You got God's DNA. You were created to win. You hear me? You were created to win. 
Losing is not in you. You were created to win. Think about that. You got all of heaven in you and back in you. And all you got to do is stand on the word. He cre- You got God's DNA running through your veins. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what people have called you, glory to God. God's DNA is running through your system, glory to God. You hearing me this morning. So it's time for you to make a shift this morning, glory to God. Believe God. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Believe God. Believe God can change it. Believe God can fix it. Believe God can deliver you. Believe God can open a door. Hey! He's bigger. I keep hearing him say, I'm bigger than that. I know you think that thing is just the biggest thing you've ever dealt with. Biggest situation I've ever been confronted with. But God says, I'm bigger than that. He's more powerful than that. The Bible tells us that Jesus spoiled principalities and power and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. Jesus triumph, you triumph. Jesus victorious, you victorious. Jesus overcame, you overcome. That's the way we live. That's the way we move. That's how we do it, glory to God. A lot of times we forget who we are. We forget our makeup. Go ahead. We forget about it, glory to God. But it's time to rise up. Recognize who you are. Who you got. Who's on your side. Who's backing you, glory to God. Who's bigger. God says I'm bigger. I'm bigger. Hey. Bigger than your failure. I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. God, what are you confronted with? God says, I'm bigger than that. Woo! Hey, glory. Hey, glory. Hey, go- he's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger, I'm telling you. Woo! Hey! Glory to God, he's bigger. He's bigger than that. Hey, stronger than that. Mightier than that. Hey, he is God. Hey, oh glory, oh glory, oh glory. He's healed, he's delivered, he's set free. Come on now. He's given us his word as the blueprint. So we can see the amazing God that we serve. Hey. Hey. I'm telling you, he's bigger than that. God. Woo, some people are facing some things. God says I'm bigger. Woo. Hey. Hey, glory, glory. You got to exalt your God Woo, over your situation. He's bigger than that. I'm telling you, he is so big. He is so mighty. He is so awesome. He is so wonderful. He is so glorious. That is our God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. You recognize who he is and what he, he God gave you his very best. He gave you his son, Jesus. Jesus gave it all for you. So you can walk like a winner with your head lifted up. No discouragement, glory to God. Hey, that's who our God is. Jesus gave it all. Jesus paid it all. He allowed himself to be whipped for you. He allowed them to put a crown of thorns upon his head. Glory to God. Hey, he allowed them to hang him. Hallelujah. He allowed them to put him in a grave. And then he rose up victoriously. Hey, he did it all. He paid it all. And you're going to let what he did be in vain? Recognize. I'm telling you, your chest should poke out. Shoot. My God is awesome. My God is mighty. My God is glorious. My God don't play. Hey, he loves me with an everlasting love. Glory to God. Don't mess with me. Because you mess with me, you mess with my big brother, Jesus. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No more believing the lies. You will make it. You will succeed. You will be healed. You will be delivered. That's what his word says. He will do it. I got it, God. Glory to God. Hey, hey, God. Come on, it's time to make a turn. It's time to make a shift in your life. Glory to God. I ain't believing none of that foolishness no more. If God said it, it is so. If he said it, it is so. He said it. It is so. No more believing a lie. Woo! Eliminating fear. No more believing a lie. Woo! That man untruth all the time. Satan can't tell the truth. He don't know what the truth is. Glory to God. Got God's DNA in me. Woo! Running through me. When I'm sleeping upon my bed, God is speaking to me. Giving me directions, instructions regarding my life on which way to go. God is setting up divine appointments for me when I'm laying on my face before him. Glory to God. He's speaking to people about me, about my situation. Glory to God. That's the God we serve. Hey. The Bible says he's ever mindful of us. He will bless us. That's what the word says. He lives in me. And I'm going to allow him to live big in me. He's a big God. So I got to walk strong and do what he called me to do. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. No more looking back. No more caving in. No more giving up. No, uh, No more. No more. Today is a new day. A new day of victory in your life. You hear that? I'm not looking back anymore. I'll never give up. Come here. 
your day, your time, your season, glory to God, your day of victory today, hallelujah. Today you set this as a landmark in your own life, glory to God. I don't care how you came in here. If you came in here discouraged, if you came in here depressed, if you came in broken, glory to God. Today is a new day, glory to God. Today is a new day. It is a new time, a new season. I serve a big God. I serve an awesome God. Woo. I never let go. I'm telling you. And let me tell you, God's going to put some things in your pathway. It seems impossible in the natural. But guess what? It was never meant to be possible for you. It was so God can move through you. That's how he set it up. He wants to move through you. So he gets the glory and he gets the honor. Glory to God. So there's some big things coming your way. Glory to God. Be ready. Come on, y'all. Get ready. Some big things coming your way. Some big things coming your way. Some big doors opening. Glory to God. This is the time and this is the season. And he ain't looking at the people that draw back. Glory to God. But those that will step up in faith. Come on now. I know my DNA. I got God. I'm a winner. I was birthed and born that way. When I came into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Let's look at Peter for a minute. Peter, go to Matthew chapter 14. Woo, Jesus. Woo, big God. Big God. Big assignments. Glory to God. Our pastor has a mandate for the Caribbean. This ain't the Caribbean, y'all. In case y'all was wondering, St. Thomas is not the Caribbean. Check your maps. His mandate is for the Caribbean. So that means he's going to have to go some places. He's going to have to do some things. He's going to have to be sowing word into other locations. Glory to God. That's why he's raising up people. Glory to God. He has an assignment for the Caribbean. When you hooked up with him, you hooked up with a big vision. When you came to this church, you hooked up with a big vision. Don't allow what you see, this little thing, to limit you. Glory to God. Big God. Big vision. The Caribbean. How many islands in the Caribbean? All those that know their Caribbean history. Somebody said a whole lot. I was looking for a number. Who was your history teacher? I'm messing with you. She said a whole lot. I was looking for a number. <laughs> At least she answered. <laughs> Glory to God. Go to Matthew chapter 14. Big vision. Big, big God. Big God. Mighty God. Glory. Okay, looking at Matthew chapter 14. It says this 14, looking at verse number 22. It says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he set, sent the multitude away. Their assignment was to get into the ship and go to the other side. That is the word that they received from Jesus. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. So we got the ship in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of the sea, and it's being tossed by the waves to and fro. And it says, in the fourth watch of the night, that's about 3 o'clock a.m., Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. 
So I'm not a fisherman, but I know when I look out my window and I look at the ocean, yeah, I know if I got out there really deep, it'd be dark because there ain't no street lights out there. So they in the ship, it dark. The ways are contrary. Then you got Jesus walking to them on the water. Now, I don't know about you, but that, that would kind of be a very scary situation. But they had a word from the Lord that irregardless to the storm, irregardless to the situation, irregardless to how things go contrary to the way they're supposed to go, they had a word that they were to go to the other side. I'm speaking to somebody in here. Because things been contrary in your life. God spoke it, but it's like everything went left instead of right. Where well, you're supposed to have a straight path. Your path been kind of crooked. You've been going through valleys. But you got the word from the Lord that you're going to get to the other side. You're going to get to your destination. That's why you got to hold on to the word. Irregardless to the storm, the people go crazy. The husband don't act right. The children go crazy. People persecute you on your job. Your money gets funny. All Irregardless to how contrary. Irregardless to how contrary. Irregardless to how contrary the waves go in your life. You got a word from the Lord. So we got Jesus walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered and said, He's saying that to somebody this morning. Be of good cheer. Somebody needs to brighten up in this place. Glory to God. Somebody needs to brighten up. Glory to God. Things are not as dark as you think they look. See, because you're looking in the natural. No, you got to look through the realm of the spirit. God said, my destination is the other side. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said this to him, one word. We always say this, one word from God will change your life. Jesus gave him one word, come. One word, come. I don't care if you read it in the word of God. If God spoke it to you, you got it. Hold on to it. He told Peter, come. And Peter answered him and said, okay, I read that already. Go to the next one. Okay, verse number 30, 29. And he said, come. And Peter was come down out the ship. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. Jesus got, uh, Peter got out of the boat and he walked on the water. But I, I, I dare to say he wasn't just walking on the water. He was walking on the word that God had given him. The word was come. There was enough power in that word to sustain him supernaturally on the water. What people do you know who have walked on? Don't say Uncle Bobo told me he walked on the water. I want to hear that. Uncle Bobo be drinking or smoke, smoking up, you know. I'm sure he walked on a lot of things, glory to God. But he ain't walked on no water, glory to God. The only people we know that walked on water is Jesus and Peter. So there was enough power in that word to sustain Peter 
supernaturally as he walked. Glory to God. Peter walked on that word that Jesus gave him. Somebody going to begin to walk out of here this morning on the word that God gave him. You're going to shake off all that other stuff. You ain't going to be looking at the wind. You ain't going to be looking at the wind. Look at this. But look what happens. He got the word. He's doing what God told him to do. Doing what God told him to do. It says, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried saying, Lord, save me. The first saw, Jesus. Eyes on Jesus. Second saw, considering the circumstances and the lies of the enemy. The second one was detrimental to him because after he saw, he began to sink. Do you see how your circumstances and how fear can affect you when you're doing, you in the midst, there were some people who were doing what God told them to do, but then they saw. Whatever it was, you saw something, you heard something, and that thing allowed you to sink. You were doing what he told you to do, but you allowed these outside things to interfere with the word that he gave you. That word was there, and that word had the power to sustain him, no matter the distance. Y'all hearing me this morning, glory to God. And it, uh, let's look at this. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said to him, O thou of little faith, where did thou doubt? And when he had come into the ship, the wind ceased. And then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. I want to share this with you. I wrote a note in here. Looked at the songs. Look at the song. God is not waiting on conditions to change. Y'all hearing me? Some of y'all waiting for conditions. When I get my money in line, when I get whatever, you know how you got your whole list. When I do this, when I do this, checkpoint, checkpoint, checkpoint. God is not waiting on conditions to change. God is giving you the word. That word has power to sustain you in whatever He has spoken to you in your life about. Y'all hearing me? He's not waiting. And Ecclesiastes talks about if you consider the wind, you will not sow. That's what it says in the book of Ecclesiastes. So when you consider all these other things, oh, my money, right, my dinner, right, my dinner, whatever that may be in your life, you won't do what God has come. God is not waiting on conditions to change. Y'all hearing me this morning? You don't want to wait on conditions to change. The word has the power to sustain. Oh, glory to God. I preach to myself. Glory to God. I'm telling you. The word has the power to carry you through. And whatever you need is in that word that God has given you. Y'all hear me? Whatever, whatever, whatever you're going to be confronted with, whatever you come up, there is power in that word to cover that. Y'all hear me? God ain't waiting for conditions to change. Y'all got to get that out of your mind. God ain't waiting on conditions to change. He's a big God. He's an awesome God. He just needs somebody who's going to move out in faith. The just live by faith. He ain't waiting on conditions to change. The economy, if you waiting on this economy to change, you're going to be waiting a long time. We're going to be up in heaven. You're going to still be down here waiting. If you're going to wait till everything get in line, I'm sorry, things don't happen that way. Now, I can't say they don't. Sometimes they do. But in the event, you got the word from God. You got to move when God tells you to move. God is not waiting on conditions 
to change. That's a word from somebody. You've been waiting on that, on conditions to change. You're waiting on people to give you approval. People are approval addicted. They can't do nothing in their life until certain somebody tell them it's okay. Y'all got to break that habit. Waiting on all the, all the checks to come in line. And if these people give me the approval, I'm going to be all right. Or if this person give me approval, I'm going to be okay. God has spoken a word. God holds you accountable for the word that he has spoken. That word has the power to sustain you. You cannot be addicted to people and approval from people. They're going to say, you, you waiting on somebody to pat you back. Oh, that's wonderful. That is awesome. Whether they pat you or not. Come on, y'all hear me. Whether you get a pat or not, God is holding you accountable for that word. And you got to do what thus saith the Lord. Y'all hearing me this morning. Come on, somebody. I'm in somebody's living room, Kool-Aid, and all of that. Glory to God. Let's look at 1 Peter. I think this is going to be my last scripture. 1 Peter, it says, be sober. Oh, yeah. That last scripture. Thank you, Jesus. I got some other ones, though. <laughs> Hallelujah. <sure. laughs> I want to share this with you. This is, this is the one I got to do. Come on. 1 Peter 5a. Get out of that. Get out of that. If Jesus was waiting on people to be approved when he went to his hometown, they ain't even acknowledge him. They just talking about, oh, that's just the carpenter's son. They weren't thinking about no Jesus. Not knowing he had the power to heal, to deliver, and to set free. Come on, somebody. First hmm. Peter 5, 8 and 9 says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Ain't nobody like him. He says, the Bible says, he is as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Then verse number nine says, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, this is, I want you to know this about lions. Lions, they give a roar, and that roar can be heard five miles away by the human ear. So whatever prey is five miles away, they get scared immediately because they know he coming. The Bible says the enemy is as a roaring lion. So he always coughing out what you can't do. You can't do that. Your mama couldn't do it. Your daddy couldn't do it. What makes you think you could do it? Y'all hearing me? As a roaring lion. A lion speak five miles away. The prey can hear it. Five miles away. That's what they say. If you do some research, five miles away. The prey can hear when the lion gives a roar. The enemy as a roaring lion in your life telling you what you can't do, what you can't have, where you can't go. Ain't nobody going to pay you no attention. You know you are always the black sheep in the family. You are always this. You are always that. He is a liar as a roaring And he's seeking whom he may devour. Looking for somebody to take the bait. Looking for somebody to say, yep, that, that agrees with me. I ain't nothing. But the devil is a lie. What I say, you got the DNA of God living on the inside of you, glory, flowing through you every day, glory to God. Hallelujah. And God is telling you, don't look at the contrary circumstances, glory to God. God told me to do this. There are people that have been operating in fear in their lives. Whether it's been by your marriage, by your children, maybe uh, he gave you a word, you got off the word because you got in fear. Uh, 
maybe you got the wrong person in your life. You know, people, you will hook up with the wrong person so you won't be by yourself. The Tyler Perry had a movie, I could do bad all by myself. Come on, somebody. You gonna have the wrong person in your life. And he draining you every emotionally, physically, and uh, financially, everywhere. You want to have that in your life instead of believing God for the right person. People operating in fear. So if you have been operating in fear, now it's time to get it right with God. God says he's going to break the back of fear in your life. Glory to God. So if that's you, I want you to come down to the altar. I just want to set myself in agreement with you. God is expecting great things. He's expecting to do great things in your life. Don't hesitate. Move. People that move quick. Come on. If it's, if it's you, you just identify, yep, this is me. I'm about to get this thing done. God is going to break the back of fear in your life. Glory to God. Where you can step out and you can move and do what God has called you to do. But I need you to move quickly. Not waiting, not looking around to see who's looking at you. Because it ain't about them, it's about you. And what God says to you. And where you need to go and the destination that God has for you. I'm telling you, there are people on the other, on the other side of your obedience. Waiting. Glory to God. God needs people that are going to be radically obedient, doing what he called them to do. We breaking the back of fear this morning. And I'm telling you, do not, if it's you, come on down. I'm telling you, do not let that seat hold you back. Do not let fear grip you. We already talked about how in fear there is torment. So the enemy, the, the enemy will have you sitting in your chair. Well, you know, you don't need to go down. If you go down there, they're going to know something wrong with you. Forget all of that. Shoot. I'm about to get free up in this mud. This is a year of the breakout. Glory to God. This is a year. Uh, today is the day I'm my that my life changes. I'm marking this, that my life changes. God gave me an assignment. Pastor laid hands, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. He asked people who had dreams and had let go of the dream to come down to the altar. I came up here because I identified with the word. You ain't going to have, I, 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 pride, I have no pride, glory to God. My thing, the Bible says, the humble, if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt you in t due time. The Bible says he gives more grace to the humble, glory to God. That's what the word of God says. Some people allow, because other people are looking to hold them in their chair, bump that, glory to God. Came down, pastor laid his hands on me. The next day, I got a phone call. Something I had been believing God for for two years, going on three years. The door opened, glory to God. Hallelujah. So you can't not, now imagine had, I'm not saying it might not have happened, but I'm saying imagine had I not listened to the man of God, obey his prophets and ye shall prosper. Come on, y'all hear me. Imagine had I not got myself up here identifying what, what God said. That's what it means. When you repent of something, it means you acknowledge, you acknowledge it or you are saying, yep, God, I'm in agreement with your word and what you have said right now at this moment. Hello. I agree with the word. I came here the very next day. I got a phone call. Lining up with what God told me to do. I had been believing God for two years for this thing. And God opened the door and he already spoke to me about the next thing. Glory to God. Woo, glory to God. So God's saying, can we have some music? God's saying, hallelujah. He's going to break the back of fear in your life. When you leave this place today, I'm telling you, you're going to be walking in the supernatural like God ordained it to be because you heard a word from the Lord. You responded to him. Now God's going to move in your life. Glory to God.